So if I'm gathering right, where that cutoff was, um, she was telling me about Eli's symptoms, that um, he, uh, he, just, he was really quiet, he was coughing, um, but mostly he was just like lethargic, just kind of staring off into space, and, and that's, that's not Eli, Eli's a healthy run around the house a million times and giggle and scream the whole time, little guy, and um, so I told her, I said, you know, if he has what I have, you should, you should take him in. I know that this is worse on little kids, and, like, I, I felt like I wanted to die. Like, don't, don't put him through that. You know, I think you should go check him out. Um, so we had a little discussion about where, because she'd had bad experiences at Skybridge, and I told her, no, just take him to Parker. Parker has a children's ER and an, an adult ER. And, you know, no, definitely, definitely do take him in. Um, so... My son calls a little bit later and says, um, you know, thanks, Mom. We appreciate your help. Um, we, you know, we do want to take him to the hospital, but everybody here already has an agenda with the cars, so we don't have a way to get there. You know, can you, could you come down? Um, so, yeah, of course, I would never say no to that. Um, so I, I was still, fuck, still really rough, but, you know, going down to make sure Eli's going to be okay was, was good motivation, got me moving, um, felt like hell, I was coming out of the apartment complex, so I could turn down off Mississippi, and it's a two-lane turn, and I'm on the inside lane, and the guy in front of me decides he wants to get over to get to the gas on the right side of the road, we're in the middle of a Parker Road, and this fucking idiot, oh my God, there are cars backing up, I was on my horn, I'm flipping her off, oh my God, I was so furious, fucking A, when that car finally pulled over, I drove away, and I just went, God, I think I feel a little better, <laughs> oh, you'll have to give me, sorry, <coughs> I am still not healed from this fucking, yeah, my voice kind of comes and goes. But um, anyway, so after getting a little invigorated by being an angry driver, I drive down to Parker, and um, Savannah had told me before I got down there that his temperature was 100.1, and that she'd taken it rectally. <laughs> I just squirmed. I've... Never been able to do a rectal thermometer on any of my children. Kiddos, you're all safe, just so you know. But um, she said it was 100.1. And I said, well, that's most accurate. So, you know, that's okay. Um, when we get down there, let's see. Let, let me see him, pretty much. So I get down there, and he is definitely out of it. He's His face is red. His eyes are kind of swollen but tired. He just He looks kind of like sad, mad but not animated at all. Um, not like my little guy. Eli's uh, squealy, laughing, talking kid. He's, it was, um, he was definitely sick. But um, I sat down with him, and I had brought some chicken noodle soup for myself. Uh, so I sat down with him and uh, brought a spoon for him, and I had warmed it up a little bit, and I went to give him some, and it was hot. Oh, shit.
Of course, Bernard's mouth freaked out. Um, it wasn't hot, hot, but it was hot enough, right? So, of course, when I try to give him to him, give him some when it's cooler, he doesn't want it because he's afraid it's going to burn. Um, so I pulled a trick. I took my bowl to the kitchen and I poured some of it into a bowl for him, and I put a spoon in his, and then I sat the two of them down and I, you know, told him mine was hot, but his was. So he ate some of it. It was it was good. He didn't eat a lot. Um, but it was, it was really good to see him eat. Uh, got him to drink some juice. We played some Play-Doh. But he was just so, so out of it. Um, so Colby asked if they can use the car. Says that they need to go to Walmart. Um, it's like 1.20 in the afternoon. Okay, and he says, you know, we'll be back by 2. And I said, okay. And he says, do you want us to take Eli? Do you? I said, I think he'd be better if he stayed here. But, you know, I'm, I'm not his mom. So, um, uh, so he, yeah, he asked Eli if he wanted to go. Eli said he wanted to stay. Um, Savannah comes down, takes his temp again, and it's down to 99. So it, it's, it's going down, which is good. Um, she asked if they should take, I said, you know, I think maybe we can try to ride this out. Like, I gave him some more Tylenol. We were just kind of going to watch it. And he did do okay, but um, he just he didn't feel well. And they'd been gone probably an hour. Uh, he told me he'd be back in 40 minutes. They'd already been gone an hour when Eli kind of started to cry and said he wanted to talk to Mommy. Or, you know, he's asking for Mommy. So I forgot her phone doesn't work. My own son doesn't have a phone. Because he dropped it or threw it too many times and it's busted and he just hasn't bothered to replace it. So they only have one phone. And Savannah's phone can't take or make calls. Hopefully not my son's fault. Um, so I didn't know she couldn't take calls. So Eli's getting excited because I'm trying to, not excited, but you know, he's anxious to talk to his mom and I can't get the call to go through. So she texts, tells me she can't take phone calls. I said, okay, well, he's crying and asking for you. She says, oh, okay, you know, well, we're we're just about to leave, you know. Um, and then she says, does he need food? And I'm thinking, you mean you're not fucking done at Walmart yet? Does he need food? I'm like, he needs you, right? So she's just like, okay, you know, we'll be there, blah, blah, blah. Well... Another hour and a half goes by, and they're still not there. And I, by this point, I'm, like, furious. He does not feel well. He is hot again. Um, I don't know why they were gone so long. Um, but I wasn't happy about it. Um, don't tell me you're going to be here. You know, that's uh, a consistent problem that I have with Colby that I, I know I need to just stop allowing it to take place. But, um... Anyway, I voiced disappointment. I said, please get here soon. Make sure you put gas in the car, because I can't imagine you've been at Walmart this whole time. And get here as soon as you can. And I get a response back. Um, and how would you know, or how do you know that? Basically challenged me, like, how do I know that they weren't at Walmart the whole time? And he goes, 
This is Colby, by the way. I thought, well, of course. Savannah doesn't talk to me with that fucking attitude. So I just said, Colby, just get home. I'm just upset that you take advantage of situations. Just get here. So 20 minutes later, they get there. Fortunately, Eli had been sleeping this whole time. Um, Cutie pie, he... um, my son and his girlfriend had come over to watch a movie at my mom's house. and Or my son brought his girlfriend over to watch a movie. That's probably better. Uh, they brought over Split. So they were sitting on the couch watching Split. And Eli and I were sitting on the other couch, you know, doing the chicken noodle thing and the Play-Doh thing. And at some point, after we'd put those away, he gets down off the couch. Kyler had gotten up to go get ice cream, I think. And... Um, Eli got up off the couch and walked over and went straight over to Abby. Lifted, wanted to be picked up <laughs> to Kyler's spot. It was pretty rocking, but Kyler went and sat back down, and I'll be damned if the little guy just didn't fall asleep in between them. It was pretty awesome, but you could hear the, you could hear the mucus in his chest when he breathed, in his nose. Um, uh, so, yeah, when, when they did get home, um, of course... Colby's first thing is, um, that I, that I can't see the kids, that they don't need my help anymore. Um, when Colby's upset with me, he punishes me by not allowing me to see the kids, uh, which hurts Eli and me. Um, but anyway, so, um, she she checked his temp again, and it had gone up. And I told her, I said, I really think he needs to go. You guys need to find a way to get him in. Um, but, of course, I had to leave. Um, I was so furious with my son. Um, so I left, not knowing if Eli was going to be able, if he was going to get to the hospital. Um, didn't really know. Uh, I found out today that um, he did go to, they did take him to the hospital. Not only did he have the flu virus, but he had an ear infection. Um, and the doctor prescribed, he, he looked, he looked so much better when I saw him the next day. Um, Avery said so too. <laughs> Avery was there. Um, uh, Avery's great. Avery is so great. Um, I'm worried my son is a monster, but Avery is great. And she was over visiting the day before when I wasn't there. Um, and Eli was sitting on her lap at the kitchen table, or, or he was sitting at the kitchen table. So was she, and he started to throw up. And Avery went and grabbed him and comes running around the island. And Colby's there between you know, her in the sink. So Colby turns and he cups his hands. <laughs> so Eli's throwing up, throwing up. It's going right through his hands to the floor. Avery's laughing her ass off. <laughs> so Colby and Avery are both laughing. Poor boy's throwing up, and they're just throw up everywhere. <laughs> My dad got up from his seat in the living room and went straight upstairs. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, Avery was, she had been there the night before, so she knew that he was sick, and uh, she was also real concerned about him. She's, it's really great to see how 
how much she can love and how she loves. She's she's just she's a great girl. Um, I wish I knew it better. I wish I did. I'm working on that. Um, sorry, I got a little bit distracted there. Um, so they, they put Eli on two different antibiotics, and he's also on um, Tylenol, which is great. And I'm hoping that they'll do that as they need to. But um, Christmas Day, I'm at my, I, I'm at my mom's. I go to my mom's to make cookies. I was supposed to be there in the morning. Of course, don't show up till the afternoon. Um, but Christmas Eve was a hard fucking day, too. Um, I, I just don't like the way I feel. Um, and it's, it's really hard. Um, to do anything other than feel it. Uh, it's hard to be responsible, um, be normal. Uh, but I, I'm working on that. I don't know, after my panic attack last week, um, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing with the medicine. Um, something will work. I'm still pretty hopeful. Uh, sorry, I got a little bit off track there, but, um, I showed up to make cookies, and I wasn't there too long before I hear Savannah, Colby, Luna, and Eli coming down the stairs, and, um, Eli sees me, and, and he's happy, and he looks better, he, he looks pale, but he looks better, like, he's animated, he's smiling, grandma, grandma, good to see him, um, but they were on their way out. And they've been gone about 20 minutes, and the front door rings, doorbell rings. I asked my mom if she was expecting someone. She says, no. I go and open the door, and it's DeWin. It's Fanny's mom. And she comes in, and and I said, and I, and I, well, I told her to come in. I said, but they're not here. They left. And she says, oh, well, where'd they go? And I said, I don't, I don't know. They don't, they don't tell me anything, you know. She's like, okay, well, um, and my mom comes into the, you know, down the stairs or into the room, however that was, joins the conversation, and suddenly it's, it's a very dark, <laughs> scary story about what's going on with Colby and Savannah, and... Uh, when, when the baby was born, the baby's blood tested positive for marijuana. Um, Savannah is 21, and that is not, it's, well, it's not illegal. I guess federally, yes, whoever wants to argue that, yeah. But um, the Department of Human Services apparently follows up on positive findings for THC. And in doing so, they contacted I think they came to the house, even, and talked to Colby and Savannah. It was more kind of like a, like, educational, informational. They um, told them the dangers of smoking in, in the bed, uh, dangers of smoking when you're supposed to be taking care of the children, um, dangers of falling asleep high with your baby in the bed, 
danger of rolling or sleeping on the baby. Um, just, you know, told them that if they are going to do it, that they need to be smart about it. And um, another thing they did was they contacted my mom to, you know, find out. I don't, I don't know, to question her. Um, and my mom said the other night, or she said Christmas Eve, she said they had spoken a couple times and that my mom was thinking of calling and asking her, the caseworker, what could be done at this point. They fight all the time. They fight late at night. I know she hits him. I know he put his hands on her. Hopefully if there's ever a case this is all hearsay, I don't know, but it's dangerous. And nobody, nothing's, nothing's being done about it. I worry for those babies. I worry for Savannah. I do worry for my son. He he has major, major anger issues. I don't know why this kid is so fucking angry. Reminds me of Kyler when Kyler was younger. He is just so fucking angry at the whole world. Like, everything is just fucking, fucking... He's just angry. He slams doors. He stomps around. He, he, he's physically intimidating on purpose, which makes me really angry because that's, that's abuse. You don't stand in front of me and puff your chest up to me and push me where you want me to go. Like, I, sorry, trigger. Um, they're, they're talking of the one taking the babies. If possible. But I think if Savannah loses custody, that the dad will want custody. And that I may, that I may not see Eli grow up. mother said <clears throat> her mother said that Savannah and Eli had been living with them for about, I don't know, six months uh, Savannah had been drinking a lot and um, couldn't find work or something and at some point her mom was like, Savannah, you know, something's got to change so Savannah picked up the phone and she called her ex and she said, come get your son and her mom just, her jaw dropped to the floor. Like, they had been taking care of him, you know, as long as he'd been living there. And she just went and just, like, just took him like like that. And, um, and when she said it, she says, and I just had to let go. He's not mine. And, oh, my God, my heart dropped. I don't know if I'm that strong. I love that little boy with all my heart. And I I love little Luna too, don't get me wrong. I know I don't mention her as much, but 
Luna is usually always in Savannah's arms, and she's just little. She's just now really recognizing faces and smiling. She smiles so pretty. <laughs> I do love her with all my heart. My little Eli, he's he's not mine. He's he's not Colby's. If it's it's gonna be really hard to lose him. It's gonna be really hard. I just when I when I saw him when I was they came back they came back from making cookies, right? Or no, they came they came back. I didn't I guess I didn't finish all that. Uh, so anyway, Dwin, her mom, and me and my mom we all sat and talked for probably two hours. It was probably two hours. Just about about everything. About Savannah's upbringing. About Colby's upbringing. About, you know, just different sides of the stories that we'd heard. Things we knew. Like, it was it was a really hard talk. It was not what you want to be doing on Christmas Eve. And um, in the meantime... Um, my mom had texted Savannah to find out where they were and told her that Dwin was there. And um, so Savannah texted her mom something. Um, and I said to my mom, I said, so do you, what time do you think they'll be back? And she goes, oh, I don't. Now that they know she's here, I don't think Colby wants to come here. And Dwin was like, oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, well, I, I don't blame him. Like, it was... Yeah, let me get over that part of it, because I don't know how to feel about that. I don't, I don't necessarily think you should just take the kids. Um, if she's known Savannah's had a problem drinking, why hasn't she ever tried to get her help? Why hasn't she ever talked to her about it? Why hasn't it been addressed? Like, instead of talking to her when they found out their alcohol was disappearing, they just locked it up. Well, don't sit down and have a discussion with her. See if she's okay, if she needs anything. Sure, don't do that. Um, and then my son, uh, my God. There were times in his life when Colby asked if I could help him find someone for him to talk to. Like a, a therapist, a counselor, something. Um, but he, he never followed through. And now he is of the take that he doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. And Savannah approached me because I had I had talked to her before. We talked about her anxiety. Savannah has a lot of anxiety. And um I told her where I was going for my treatment. Um told her Avery'd gone there before and seen a therapist. It was a really good place. Um and one day out of the blue, she just asked me for the number. And so I gave it to her, and I'll be damned. She called me an appointment. Um, went and saw them, which I'm proud of. But when she made the appointment and she told my son, she said that my son cried and begged her not to. And I asked her why. She said, 
he told her, Colby told her, that I had gone to see a therapist who told me that Colby was toxic, manipulative, and abusive, and that I should try to spend as little time with him as possible. And I told Colby that, because Colby scares me. He scared me for a long time, last couple years at least, and I, I, yeah, I told him that, and he, he told Savannah, I don't want you to go because I don't want them to tell you that about me. And when I mentioned that to my mom, my mom said, well, then Colby needs to be seeing somebody. <laughs> I said, well, yes, he does. He sure does, but he, he won't see that he does that he needs to, that he, and, and, you know, maybe he, maybe he doesn't necessarily need to see someone, I'm not saying wouldn't be helpful, but he could also go back to taking care of himself and his body, and his, going back to eating right, and working out, and paying attention, you know, protein, and his, look, when he was taking care of himself and his body, he, not only did he look great, but he seemed to be a little less angry. I mean, that's a good thing, right? It's like taming the fucking Hulk. Like, eat, son. You know, you're a fucking bear because you don't eat. You're an asshole all the time because you're starving your body. I mean, he's lost... He's lost, like, 40 pounds over the last year and a half. It's, it's a lot. And he has a cranky, asshole, mouthy little fuck. God, he is so mouthy. The things that come out of his mouth are... Oh, yeah. Yeah, to top that one off. Um, I don't know. God damn, why do I keep doing this? Too much. It's too much, and when I start talking, it just can't get out fast enough. I'm loquacious. I am a loquacious young lady, I was once told recently, and I still can't. Loquacious. Um, but anyway, I, I think that if Colby would pay attention to the fact that he's not taking care of himself and start eating right, regular bedtime, you know, no junk food, no fast food, if you went back to that, maybe he doesn't need the medication and the counseling. Um, he's still counseling, but maybe he needs an antidepressant. Maybe he needs a bit of a tranquilizer. There's chemical imbalances of all kind and eh, could be that and it could just be diet and exercise that works wonders for some folks and right now I'm just trying to figure out a way to a way to be the mom that my ex-husband has not spoken to me in four years. Four years is a long time. Um, I'm not really going to get into that, except I'm going to say that... And I want to record this, because I really want to make myself do this. I've been wanting to go to Marcos's work and show up and try to force him to... Not force him, but try to get him to talk to me. Just tell him my fears about what's going on. That our son needs help. And our son's child needs help. 
and see if he can man up enough to parent with me and try to help them. I get so frustrated by his lack of involvement. Um, it's difficult, to say the least. Um, but on the flip side, I tend to feel things a lot deeper and stronger than most people, and it's not always reasonable. Um, yeah, I'm... I am feeling good as far as still sober, no, still clean, now sober. Um, I had no alcohol, no drugs except pot for the first Christmas and I can't tell you how long. Both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I haven't had a drink, I think, in a week and a half. And, well, I... I, I don't want to drink again. So, that definitely made holidays a bit of a struggle, but knowing how depressed I was, adding alcohol to that, wow, would have been bad, bad. So super glad that I am sober today, that I got to experience the awesome time up in Boulder. Uh, i got a thing i got to do tonight that I'm... <laughs> not looking forward to got invited to dinner with a with a friend at at his mother's house and well I don't like most people as it is but um I don't know I I said I would trying to be that good person right not depressed and anxious and curled up in a ball in my bed so, I'm going to try to do this. I am, I'm not letting all the things that I just talked about, I'm not letting them take me down, if that makes sense. Um, right now I'm on top of it. That's good. Uh... This is definitely helpful to be able to just talk about these things. It, it just helps me feel a little bit better when it bounces around in my head and, and it never changes. It's just the same over and over. When I, when I speak it, when I actually put it into words, it, sometimes it's different than I, than I thought it was. And sometimes it's relieving, sometimes it's horrifying. <laughs> it just depends. But, uh... Yeah, first sober and clean podcast that I've done in quite some time. Oh, and alone. I knew there was three of them. By myself, not drinking, not using anything else. Well, I'm high. Of course I'm high. And maybe some of the uh, cold and flu. 
that might count for some of my bad humor, but, uh, I hope everybody who wanted a happy holiday had one, and hopefully, hopefully all will be well. Thanks for listening. This is Jaden. I'm Jody.